Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Supermama Sisterhood. Sisterhood. Hello. Hello. Hi, Supermamas. How are you? Hi, everyone. Welcome to your favorite podcast, the Supermamas podcast with your favorite co-host, myself, Bricia. I mean, no, I'm not Bricia. You're not Bricia. You don't want to be Bricia. <laughs> you don't want that for yourself. Trust me. Why? Why? Are you no. kidding me? No, you do not want that life. <laughs> Maybe not today. Maybe you're not feeling, you're not feeling like being Bricia today. I don't feel like being Brisa most of the time. I mean, I'm, uh, why? I don't know how I'm still standing. I don't know how you're still standing. How I is am, it going? I'm still standing. Good. How are you? Wait, are you, are, where are you? I am in the beautiful, I'm in Valle de Guadalupe. Today's my husband's birthday. So Happy we took birthday a little. Happy birthday to Ramiro. Yeah. We were just talking about how in the next year, he's, we're going to be actually, we had a re- we have already spent half of our lives together, you know, with each other. I was wow. like, that's crazy. I know that's insane. That's insane. So today's his birthday, and we drove down to Valle de Guadalupe with the kids. And you know what? Like I remember the first time I was here, which was five years ago when I was pregnant with Sixta, mm-hmm. and I remember like I was like, oh, this is like such a place to come with your husband, you know, but. It has become so family friendly. Mm, uh, there's mm-hmm. so many places and things to do with the kids. We have not been feeling like, oh, we can't do that. I mean, except the other yeah, wine tasting, like going to a fancy wine cellar. You know, that's <laughs> the one thing that you cannot do. But um, in wine country. <laughs> in wine country. But we actually found this place. We're staying at a like a like, like a like a branch in a winery. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, How we've fun. been placing, yeah. And we actually took, brought our dog with us this time. Uh, we wanted to try it out and see how we, did you take how we both did. dogs? Not just one, just a little oh. one. And this pobre place churro. Actually, no, pobre no, churro. no, no, pobre churro. No, pobre churro. He I, actually, we, we were thinking <gasps> pobre like. Pobre churro started as the first one. <laughs> and then the cute one came along and first born always lets, let's behind. And it's all about the baby. <laughs> Poor churro stay behind and like churros like bro you just got here and they're already taking you on vacation i got here first no 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 we need to try it out we want to try it out but this place is actually super super dog friendly i had no idea people are walking around into places with their dogs all the time there's so many dogs diego's like people take you on vacation <laughs> he started barking what he's like diego, what diego's like what dogs are allowed to go with humans years <laughs> I've, been with this, I've been with this bitch for 10 years and she's never taking me anywhere you take them places sure to walk i mean to walk. oh yeah across the street <laughs> he has a whole but, mountain uh, here for himself <laughs> yeah that's all he needs see yeah but so this is like and, and it's changed so much it's it's just so nice i mean i don't know if we came with the right weather because i remember it being like way more dry but it's super green and it's really nice. It, it's been like really relaxing. Just oh, I'm nice. There's no noise. There's no noise. So, yeah, we took a little getaway with the, with the kids and the husband for his for his birthday. 
Um, Aww, so we're here. How fun. How how was your weekend? I know you went to Oh, by the way, I was thinking about I, the whole time I've been here in this Airbnb, I've been thinking about you. I was like, oh, I need to tell Brisa to do this on her Airbnb. I need to tell Brisa to, oh, yeah. to have this give on her. All, I have a list of things. Give me all the give me all the things. Give me all the things. Yeah. I'm so excited. For real. For real. Because and then I was like, I was thinking, I you know, uh you there is a lot of things that like I always do Airbnb with the kids and there's the things that like have have to be like musts for when mm-hmm. you travel with the family. I would I love to you. we should put that up like somewhere and I want all the moms to tell me what are you looking for in Airbnb? I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something on the IG and I'm gonna tell people what are you looking for when you mm-hmm. travel with our Airbnb? Yeah. Because I feel my home is one hundred percent like for a small family. It's yeah the, the house is so tiny. So you couldn't even fit more than five people in there anyway, you know? Yeah. So you would be the perfect family. Mm-hmm. No, for real. And, and there's things that like, there's things that definitely you must have at all times, you know, as a family, because when you move as a, as a family, it's, it's different, right? That when you go with your husband and you're just like, oh, let's just wing yeah. it. But with the kids, it's a little different. But yes, I was actually thinking about also putting together like something for you because I, I, there's things that you well, tell me what are have. you you're probably you, you number probably won't, one like, sit there and put things together for me so just tell me right now so it can be recorded <laughs> no and i so, can have our producer all, just put I the notes told you the uh the pizza pan when you yes, have a kid pan. when you have kids you most likely will order pizza or have pizza at some point and there's okay. there's not something to hit it up it's a pain it's a pain the kitchen is very important like have really like basic kitchen staples at, you know, like salt, pepper, a few herbs, olive oil, foil paper, wrap paper, a, a, a small gloves. pantry, a small pantry for sure. You need to, because if not, I'm like, oh, we have to go to the store again. We have to go and offer, you know, like, because when you go with kids, that's why you stay in the house. Cause you give them basic stuff like huevos con jamón or whatever. Right. So I need the basic things to cook with in the bathroom. I I learn. I don't want to travel with like shampoo and soap and all of those things. You need to have like basic stuff, mm-hmm. clean towels. I might up you. I might get bathrobes for everybody. Bathrobes, but but the thing is, like, if you have an Airbnb that's like busy, you need to make sure. Keep in mind that you should change those often because after you wash them for a while, they become like you know they they viejos because you're gonna be used, yeah right. So replenish those mm-hmm. things. Enough toilet paper, paper towel, basic stuff to clean. Like if something falls, slips, you know, un recogedor bueno, escoba. Basically, pretty much like a what you need to survive in a home. But like small, tiny, not mucho, like Got small it. things. Because a lot of people also throw things away. Or like here in Mexico, for example, you know, like they have like a baby mayonesa and a baby thing and a baby thing. So like if it's... Yeah, it's small things because if I come and it's like, oh, I don't know if I want to use it, you know? So if you get small oh, things. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. You know? oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, because like if if it, I'd rather not use it and then you're going to start getting a bunch of stuff. So if you have many things, then just the people use it and you're just like, that's it. You get new ones, you know? Thank you. I didn't even think of that. I was like, like full size stuff. No, get small things. I mean, unless someone's going to stay for like a week, but if not, it's like one or two days and that's it. You don't need like a full big thing of everything. Small Got it. things. Cobijas, almohadas, extra, you know? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the main, the, don't people have that on Airbnbs? It's not like just straight up basic. No, but extras, extra. Oh, got it. 
extra, extra. You know, like for, like we want you want to. I'm like, make sure your bed has like cobijas and like no, pillows. Like, no. of I mean, course, no, extra. Oh, extra. extra. Got it. Yeah, extra. And since you're gonna be in Joshua Tree, for example, right here, they have a bunch of like sarapes. So if you want to go outside and it gets cold, you can just grab one and take it outside. Mm -hmm. Outside, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, one thing, please. When you have a home that you're gonna think that it's for kids, always have. You're gonna have you can have the pens, fancy plate and the fancy things and everything, but have plastic cups, plastic plates for kids. So if I just want to like give my kid and they're gonna go outside, I don't want them to break glass in the middle of like outside and it's gonna be okay. an, an accident. Plastic stuff. When that's at home, it's different. So plastic stuff for the kids. Lots of tr you know bags for the trash and things to clean up. Again, same same thing. Like I think I already told you that. What else do I need? Yeah, make sure you leave clean instructions. Like if you had to have a hot tub, make sure that it's like dummy proof instructions. One, two, three, label things because it's, you know, having to like communicate with the person and be like, hey, no, it doesn't work like this. So it's unless you're going to be available, which I don't think you have the time to be available 24-7 when someone's there. There's a lot of communication that happens. So, you know what I mean? So you have to be mm -hmm. super clear on instructions. And then that's it. I think like that's sort of like just basic things. For an I'm excited. You're probably gonna stay in my house. You're gonna stay in my house for three days or four days, and then give me the the full run, like your full. Uh, <laughs> Mi reporte. Tu reporte, yeah. Like you were missing this, or this was nice, <laughs> or this was awesome. This you, you you know, I didn't even think about plastic plates either. Oh yeah, you have to with the kids, like. You have to. If not, you know, they they don't know the space. They don't know where they're at. They're, they, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be accidents. So, and, yeah. and you, I know you have an outdoor space. So imagine like space. A, imagine if like Huge. a glass breaks outside It's and the kids are running around. It's just going to be so easy. It's so hard to clean up. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, also, you know, a first aid, first aid kit. Oh, yes. You're right. First aid kit. First aid kit. Because that the, the more that you have there, the less that I have to travel with. And I, I'll Got be, it. like, so grateful for that, you know? And then we anyway, can say, like, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Me too. I'm excited for your Airbnb. Can't wait for you guys to see it. Can't wait. Can't wait. I know you were there yesterday, right? Yes, I was there. I went yesterday for that. We go usually every Sunday. We didn't go the sun last Sunday because... I had the cookbook shoot, but the last day of the shoot was Saturday. So then Sunday, you know, con, as tired as I was, you know, as much partying as I did the night before, <laughs> we got up and we drove to Joshua Tree. Was there a party? I'm, I'm so sad I missed that party. Dude. Ugh! I know. I know. Ugh. It was... It was I, I, pretty much anything, everything and anything you would expect from a guy in my know, home I with know. all my friends. Like <laughs> I had a hundred percent attendance rate. Oh man. And the food was incredible. I'm sure. You know, Fernando came through with the bar and it was just like such a great time. Like, I I just felt so blessed. I, I love, like I love hosting. Yeah, me too. Like I love having people over my home. I love that my friends get to meet each other. I love connecting people. Like I invited like all my friends. So a lot of people didn't know each other from have different groups of friends. So everybody met and it was just so nice. And, oh, and I'm, I'm, so host sad. And I'm hosting. Yeah, everybody came. And then I'm hosting, but I'm hosting another party this Saturday. You can come to that one. I think you you have an RSVP, but I hope you do. I literally got the invitation today. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been busy. 
<laughs> I know, I know. So I have an RSVP because I got it today, but I will. I, you, it's a link that you open and you say yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah. So I'm having back to back parties, and now I told my husband, I was like, we should just do this every Saturday. Like every Saturday, we should just have people over. And I just had I had such a good time. I had two different DJs. What? Yeah. I mean, what time did the party end? I'm curious um, about that. It wasn't too bad. I think Agustina's party went longer because Agustina's <laughs> first birthday party. <laughs> no, I think the last person left like at 11. Oh, okay. Decente. Decente. Yeah. Nothing Decente. crazy. But it was. Ah, okay. Yeah. I think people, people started leaving early. People started leaving like around eight, nine, you know. It was, it was, it was cool. I mean, everyone's like, I mean, I got here at two, Bricia. Like, it's nine. <laughs> I'm going to go home. You're like, why? Why are you leaving? Turn I was off. like, why are you guys leaving? And they're like, because I've been here since two and it's nine. <laughs> and it's time for me to go home. <laughs> my kids are calling. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's so yeah. funny. Have fun. I can't wait to see those pictures. Yeah. Everyone's like, uh, yeah, I can't wait. to. See, I, I, so every day after a shoot, Quentin has been showing me the pictures at the end of the night. We go through all the shots. We see which ones we need to reshoot, which ones I love, which ones I don't. We mark them. But this one, obviously, I didn't get to see all the photos. I don't know how many shots he must have taken. <laughs> of just like, it was so nice. And yeah, I'm just excited to see these photos like in my book and all my friends there. It was so nice. So nice. Oh, how fun. How fun. This is so cool. Yeah. So yeah. excited. Well. But now we have a great guest on the show today, but tell us, who do we have on the show today? Today on the show, we have Dr. Veronica Ello. Dr. Veronica Ello is a bilingual licensed clinical social worker, and it's her passion to help mamas new and seasoned navigate the challenges of parenthood. She transitioned her practice into primarily working with mothers after she became one herself. Some of the experiences that she navigated, especially in the beginning, led her to seek specialized training in working with moms, but especially with mamas of color. She believes that her shared experience can add to the building and navigating this pivotal life change. I love this episode. We started talking about parenting, I mean, and we ended up talking about marriage. So <laughs> she gave us some really, really good tips, guy, on how to take notes before you fight with your husband. Pretty much. Pretty much. I loved so, having her. She was such a wonderful energy. She was such yeah. a wonderful energy. I loved having her. I we need to have her like on a like on a reoccurring basis. You guys are gonna love her. She is definitely part of the Supermama squad. Like totally Supermama vibes. You guys are gonna love her. That further ado, here is our interview with Dr. Veronica Ayo. Hello, Veronica. Welcome to the show. Hello. Good morning. I'm so glad to be on here. Oh my gosh! Good morning to you. I we love about we love talking about mental health. We love talking to women who are helping other women, and you check all the boxes times ten. Please tell us a little bit about who you are, um, who you live with, and what you do. Well, so my name is Dr. Veronica. I am a therapist here in Los Angeles. I want to take a small moment to say I have been big followers of you both. Uh, oh, I thank had you so much. My first in 2017, so I. I very much miss the community gatherings. Like I went to the social, La oh, Posada, like manifested stuff in the Posada. All right. Hey, hey. 
So I just wanted to like say that one plug, but I am a mom of three. So oh, God bless your soul. I know, like Paulina, I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old. I just oh, my God, girl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was you know, that pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. And I am a mom that specializes working with, as a therapist, working with moms, especially moms of color. When I became a mom, you know, in 2017, I was already a therapist, but I realized motherhood is hard and I needed to find someone that could relate with me. And that was really a struggle for me during that time. While there were like amazing groups, there wasn't, at least where I lived, there wasn't a mom of color that I could relate to. There was far in between, especially that divide with, here we are, we are, we went, we were the first to go to college. We were the first to get our master's, do all, break all these things. And here we are raising right. kids and mm-hmm. we're doing things differently. We were yes, doing we things are. Differently. And you know, family wise, like my mom would be like, but that's not how we did things before. Mm-hmm, well, my yeah. husband's family is like, that's not, that, that's not how it is. Like, you know, and just different things. And so I very much have made it my mission to be that therapist to the moms that I'm able to reach. And with the pandemic, very much started show, showing up more on social media and coming on podcasts and being like, look, we as mothers need to rally together, especially moms of color, to provide support and assistance because this thing is hard. And mm-hmm. that's, that's me in a nutshell. That's what I, who I am. Well, that's I'm going to say thank amazing. you for, you know, dedicating your life to helping women, moms. We know how hard it is to not only juggle motherhood and being a woman and parenting and now adding all this craziness on top of everything, right? Like I, I am just recovering, recently recovering from my second dose of COVID myself. And I was telling my sister that the hardest thing for me was the emotional side, right? Not, mm-hmm. you know, not like just falling deeply into this dark hole because, you know, I, I love, I, I, I'm, we're, I'm busy all the time. I'm out and about and I'm, I have things, my girls, my kids have sports. I have my work. I have this, I have church. I have all these things that I do. And then having to just like stop and not being able to either even go outside, talk to people, get sunlight. It was really, really hard. And it took a lot. It took a lot of years that I've have, you know, been working with my therapist, with, you know, doing a lot of work on myself to for it to this time not get me to a dark place that I could have really easily gone to. So, you know, it takes a lot of work. That's one thing that I'm going to say. It does take a lot of work. But I think like finding the tools, finding people like yourself that can help us, that can, you know, prepare us, that can cheer us on and hold our hand through these situations. It's very, very important. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm sorry you got your second wave of that. It's hard. It's okay. Moms, you're like... I don't know if your kids also got it too. We got it. They did it. They did it. Oh. <laughs> Which is good, right? It was amazing. I mean, I'm so happy they didn't, but also at the same time, I was like, they have they're at their hundred percent energy and mm-hmm. I'm like at twenty percent energy. Like there was no way to match and manage that. And so some things were good. Some things were not good because they were still like, I'm hungry. I want to eat. I want a snack. I want this. They're fighting. They're throwing things. They're screaming and yelling. And, and I was like, I just don't have the energy right now. So that was hard on itself. I feel like if they were sick, at least 
se les baja la energía tantito, no, you know, like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, we're all in bed together, let's all, but I couldn't even, because they were negative the whole time, so I was like, stay away from me, go to your rooms, blah, blah, blah. like, it was really, it was hard. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that balance is hard, because they expect you to yeah. still be up here, and, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's hard to explain to them, like, I can't, and they're mm -hmm. kids, like, kids can only understand so much of, how much they expect from you. So Right, right. Veronica, I'd love to learn a little bit more about your work and the people you work with, families that you help. In your experience, what has been maybe a common threat that you see throughout your work, right? Like what are some of the issues that parents, families, couples bring to you more often than not in our communities that maybe you can give us some advice on? Like, what are some things that people are fighting about nowadays? Um, and like, I just feel like sometimes when, when people share those, it might be something that someone's going through and you're like, oh, then we're not so alone. Everyone's going through the same things. I feel a lot, a lot of times people only talk about the good and not the bad that's going or challenging times that they're going through with their partner, with their children. And I would just love to hear what are some of common commonalities you're seeing with your clients today? In the last two years, it's been a big part of the, the pandemic, but mostly about the piece of, and I think a little bit of what Paulina was describing of here I am in this role where I care for others and I'm managing you know, them and caring for them, but also where do I find time for me? And because I'm not finding time for me, I'm pouring from an empty cup. I have lost touch with even who I am. And therefore, if I'm in a partnership, who I am connected to that partner. And so a lot of the clients that are coming to come find me are saying, how do I take off? I want to take off this mask. Like I've been wearing this mask so long of like, mm. okay, it's going to be okay. We're going it, to, we just got to follow all the regulations re regarding the COVID shift with the, with the school. What are we doing? You know, having babies, not having babies, losing babies right. during this time. And I'm not around my community. Like, mm -hmm. and Because we wear that mask as as people, oh, but I think it's especially... what's funny. Sorry, I see her out to Veronica, but I thought you meant like like a mask, like an actual oh, like oh no, <laughs> you, know, you know, like I'm wearing a mask in front of you know. You you mean like an actual physical <laughs> mask? I meant like the mask of of like everything's okay, like the one oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I was like, because I'm ready to take off my mask too. So I'm, I'm like, ready to take off my mask too. That's a whole different conversation. No, got it, got it, got it. Of, like, got I'm it. okay. Like, I, Sorry. I'm okay. It's like time of COVID. I'm like, which mask are you talking about? The K95 or the emotional mask? <laughs> the emotional mask. Let's go with the emotional mask. got it. As women, especially as mothers, we have that mask. That mask comes on, right? Like, if you're having a hard day, we're more quick to maybe wipe the tears and be like, oh, it's it's okay. Mommy needs to wash her face or, or do all these things. But when we've been locked up, I know in LA things are getting better, knocking on wood, which I don't have near me, that, you know, things are getting better. But like for a long time, clients have been coming in to see me of like, how do I take off that mask? How can I get in touch again with myself? Because I, this pandemic isn't going away. Right. And I know things are changing. Okay. But like, that's what I'm seeing in clients of like, how do I learn to be in touch with myself? How do I have these communications with my partner? Because I'm ready to get a divorce. A lot of people coming in here saying like, I don't even know how to communicate anymore. Like we're just butting heads. How can we communicate? And a big thing that comes up is like, okay, so let's talk about you. How do you take care of yourself? Do you even know how to take care of yourself? Because that's something that I think we forget. We spend so much time taking care of others 
we forget about ourselves. I didn't. I mean, it's I, it's interesting to 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 hear about you know couples. Are, mm-hmm. And I think it's a it's a good subject to touch on because we don't really we haven't really talked about like you know marital relationships through through this pandemic, right? I think people have. I think we're just all overwhelmed and tired about this whole situation. Like, uh, so many things, so many ups, so many downs. One thing, right now we're feeling like, oh, things are getting so much better. And then, you know, we go back to like January and things were like, oh my God, things are so bad again. So I think like the emotions that that we've been dragged through these past two years have been really intense. But... I think, you know, yes, a, a mother's a mother's persona is like the, oh, we're going to be okay, guys. Mm-hmm. The emotional and the side. the caretaker. And then the man is like, oh, I'm going to protect you. We're going to all be okay. And like, you know, when the woman is like, but it's not going to be okay. Like, how can we, you know, and the men's like, oh, yes, you know, it's, it is. And so I think that's when like the friction starts with the with the with the partners and communication, like you were saying, is key. But I think communication has also changed so much in this two in this past you know season that we've been through so what are some of the things that you help your couples with or your moms that are coming in to talk to you how do you help them to have a better communication with their partners so I'm a paper and uh, pen kind of gal so I love one of the things that I'm like okay let's get things out of our head because we got a lot of things in our head as mothers, so it could be yep. swirling. Mm-hmm. Let's get it down on paper, right? So I encourage my moms when they come into session, get out that notebook and let's talk about what is it that you want to communicate? Because I think it's very easy, especially let's say if I wasn't a therapist, right? When you get in touch with a girlfriend, you can go on a whole rant for an hour of all the things that your partner's doing wrong or all the things that mm-hmm. are like, or yeah. two hours. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what the show is about. It's yeah. literally just rants. <laughs> More than that. I've totally gained a lot from the show. But right, like it happened so easily. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to reinforce that. I want you to really get down like what is it that you want? Right. What mm-hmm. is it that you're wanting to communicate? So in this exercise, I literally will spend the session. It's obviously I'm making this seem so much easier than what it really is, but it's like, okay, let's write down what it is, right? And so a a big comment of the trends that are coming up is like, one, I'm doing way too much. And I think that's been a trend before, but I think especially like I'm doing way too much. I'm juggling too much of this. So then my question is, what exactly are you juggling? Like, let's break that down. And, And the act of breaking that down is to really see not only for yourself of like, wow, how have I been able to manage this? And yes, mothers are amazing and give it all flowers, flowers for all that. At the same time, you're not taking care of yourself and your partner is there. So let's look at this list, right? And I integrate a lot of role play into my sessions. So I'm Ooh, like, what kind of role play? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my but god, that. She's all being she's all being like serious, like, oh, it's like getting all button. I was like, oh, role play. Like sometimes you do need that to helps. you know, role plays of like that. how do you ask for some sexy time? Yes. Or not so much. You gotta you gotta be comfortable saying these words. Cause mm-hmm. a big thing that comes up is like, especially I'm gonna say like for me, especially as a Latina woman, like when I'm talking, communicating my needs, setting the boundaries for myself and mm-hmm. communicating that to my partner. I wasn't taught that growing up. That's not how my family communicated. Right. Boundaries are a real mm-hmm. big struggle. So sometimes you do got to make the role. Yeah, there's no yeah. boundaries there's in a Latina no household. <laughs> but we need them. 
We need them. Um, it's interesting because there's no boundary. I mean, there's like, but yet your parents have hella boundaries. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can ask them certain things. They're like, no. Yes. You yes. know? Yeah. But yet they don't have boundaries with you. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and then you're like, that doesn't make sense because yes. then how do I set these boundaries? Yeah. Like, how do I have? And the thing is, is like, we don't even have words for some of that. So in this writing down exercise and in this role play, we're practicing like, how can you, one, get the words out? Because I think sometimes, especially in times of frustration, I'm sure you have been there. I'll say for me, I've been there when I'm communicating with my partner and I'm mad. It's not coming out clear. I'm listing everything that he's ever done wrong. And mm. that goes nowhere. Most of the time I'm like, hands up, like we, we, we're just in a fight. And a thing that has really been helpful is, I'm not saying you got to make this super formal. I'm not saying that. At the same time though, I do think coming prepared and practicing like, what is it that I want to say? Because what is that mm, need mm-hmm. that I need that I'm like clearly going there to talk to you about in a neutral time so that it might not work the first time. It might not work the second time, but that's okay. Like I'm practicing and I'm hopefully that you can reciprocate that for me. Right. And that's the thing. We keep trying as a therapist, as a mom, I believe in repair. I believe that Sometimes we don't show up as our best selves, but we can try again. Like, that's the thing that I repay to myself. We can try again. We can try mm-hmm. again. Yeah. You know, I never really thought about bringing, like, notes mm-hmm. into a fight. Yeah. That is such a great tip. I'm not going to say into a fight. I'm going to say oh, into sorry. a talk. To a sorry. talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> is, like, ready to be, like, I'll be, like, listen, I got my PowerPoint. I'm going to put up, like, a presentation. I'm going to bring down my, like, uh, you know, my... My, uh, my, come on, my projector, Your my projector, projector. Uh-huh. I'll project my power presentation to a board. I'm going to get a, a light, a red light. <laughs> Very professional. Yeah. I'm going to bring videos and pictures. <laughs> I'm like, so exhibit it. That one yeah. time you leave the cupboards open here on April 1st, as you can see, there's a cupboard open there, a cupboard open there, and there's a door being open and non-closed. Exhibit yeah. C. Moving on to point B. When at nighttime, like, right? Imagine. <laughs> but you know what, though? I just feel like we approach life with so much professionalism and we get ready for so many things. Mm-hmm. Yet for the moment in our life that's the most important, which is speaking to a partner, we're just going blindly and really filled with emotion with nothing concrete. And I'm obviously making yeah. fun of it, right? I'm, I'm not serious about this. But walking into a discussion with your partner in a neutral state, which is what you said, Veronica, I think that is so key, right? Yeah. And come prepare with notes. I'm going to do that next time. Come prepare with notes. And I think another big takeaway that I got from what you said is also like come to talk after the fact, right? Like not because I think as women, we cannot keep our mouth shut. And I'm speaking for myself too. And when something bad happens, when something happens, you just want to like, like right there and then. Right. But I think like, no, let's walk away. Let's put some notes. <laughs> Let's bring some notes. Let's put the presentation together and yeah. come back to the table and speak when we can actually speak to each other mm-hmm. to better communicate. Yeah. Yeah. I got and that. to listen. And I think let's just also say, because I do fall into the, the cupboards open and I'm gonna, like lose my handle, you know, and just like do it. Then I would believe in like repairing. So be like, okay. I lost it. Let me take a moment. Let me come back at another time. And that's a big thing that I tell couples is 
we do, we we live in a society we want things immediately. Come on, we can come Dude, on. Me, I am that person, and like I don't think I'm like I say means about it. I can't be alone. To where I ask my husband to do something, and I want it done like at that moment. Me too. And him waiting, even ten minutes, I'm like, this is why I'm getting upset because you're listening to me because I'm asking you to do something and you don't do it right. And I've totally caught myself with that, or something as simple as. Okay, I'm gonna give a very example of just something that in my relationship, and maybe some moms can relate. And there's something small, but you know, it could translate to something bigger. In my kitchen closet, I have this big container where I put my dog's food in, and the container's there. The food got there, and my husband just put the food on top of that container, and he didn't put it inside the container, right? So. I asked him and, you know, it was like falling over, like the food was falling over. And I said, oh no, it, that, that goes into that container. And he's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize. I'm like, okay. I'm like, we'll just put it in there. And like the whole morning, like, so he, like, it took him a while to get there. Then he put it in the container and then he left the, the door open and then the <laughs> trash like next to it. Right. I don't so then I was like ready to lose my mind. And I was like ready to just like the mala, like the mala forma, just do it myself. And then I stopped myself and I'm like, okay, let's like take a step back in the grand scheme of things. Like number one, if you do this, he's going to get used to you doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Two, you're going to be all hurt. You're going to be passive aggressive for the rest of the day. You're going to hold this in your memory bank. Just leave it. Just leave it. And like he came back within like 30 minutes and then he did it and did it all on his own in his time, but I'm like, oh, it's just my do it now, like sort of mentality. Your expectation. Right. That like, and also isn't right, you know, it's just in his time. And and, and when when he was not doing that, he was, you know, with, with her kids and his priorities are different, which are the best priorities to have. His priorities are, I want to spend time with my kids and I want to be the best dad. Being the best dad isn't putting the you know, the thing away, right? Maybe it's being a great partner, but like it's let's be time with the kids. And then once the kids are, you know, the babies and taking the nap and my son is, you know, getting ready for something else, then I'll do that. Right. But it's just communication. Right. And I think like that's, that's really what it, what it is. And it's just a small example, but I think like that's sort of where I caught myself, right. In my relationship, when I ask for something, I want to done like at that moment, the way I need it to be done. And sometimes that's not fair for, for our partners, unless, you know, obviously am I thinking, well, that could, that could have been avoided if you did it the first time. Another, another But it's like another conversation for another time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to be like, me too. So in that moment, I'm, with, yeah, I'm like, he should have just put it in there. Like it belongs there. Therapist me, put it on my hat, right? Is very much like, that is your expectation. And let's just say, I know in the grand, grand scheme of things, that maybe is not an issue, right? But let's just say it was, like for this purpose of, of, of talking yeah. about this, right? Like, let's just say to you, that really means something, like that he's leaving it there, right? Perhaps it's that, you know, you went through all the work of like buying the dog food and taking it out of the car and like even remembering that the dog needed the food. Exactly. And the food. Oh, okay, see, that I'm, I'm not trying to fuel the fight here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm the one who chooses the food. I'm Taking the one who notes. I'm Taking the one that makes sure that makes sure that gets here. Yes, it's hard to get organized. So right, so you can like okay, so all that right, you leave it out there, and like he does that, and like let's pretend in this thing, let's just say he does this 
I don't know, let's say once a month, because I don't know how often you buy dog food, but let's just say once a month is something you do. So Every it, five weeks, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a big deal, right? So if it is, right, in those moments, I'm glad that you caught yourself. And that's where I would say, like, use whatever you can use to to manage yourself or cope with yourself, whether that's deep breathing, whether that's calling Bricia, I mean, Paulina, whether that's like taking a walk or whatever you got to do. But in your notebook, right, let's say you're coming into session and you're like, you know what, like this, I really do want to address this because maybe you're feeling like he doesn't care about the other millions of things that I did to get to that one point, right? Mm. I think that's Wait, I'm going to write that down right now. I'm about to go in therapy session after this. <laughs> millions of things I have to do to get to that point. Got it. Because sometimes that does happen. Like mm-hmm. you do, do yeah. a lot of, like partners do help. But I think sometimes, and especially as women, especially as mothers, we do so much to get to that one thing, right? So like yeah. even move from that, like dinner. Maybe he does cook dinner every night, but you're the one who thought of the groceries that you needed, the what you're going to eat, did the meal plan, wash the groceries and put them on there, wash the dishes to make sure that everything is there. Like all that labor that you're doing leads to resentment eventually, right? Yep. yep. And it's tiring and and that labor is invisible. I, I do truly think that sometimes mm-hmm. people don't see that. They, Organization, planning. They don't see it. They don't see it sometimes. And so not, I'm not saying not all partners, but sometimes, most of the time they don't see that piece. They just see, why is she upset? I just cooked dinner. They don't see the, she's upset because, you know, I cooked dinner and left it all a mess, but she did all this work to get me to, to cook that dinner. Mm. And so you're coming into session, mm. writing that down, and you got to realize that, right? So when you come and sit with your husband, you're like, it's not about the dinner. It's not about the dog food. It's that look, my mental load of the things that I'm doing, I'm exhausted, honey. I'm exhausted. And I want to communicate to you, like, these are all the things that I did. Can we come up with a better system? Like, can we talk about, about this? Because I'm feeling unappreciated or I'm feeling like you know, I can't do this anymore or whatever the feeling that you're feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, 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 I'm trying to give a break to the, to the partners that sometimes they just don't know. And let's talk about that and let's make this better. And like I said, the first time may not be so successful, you know, because you're, that's a new way of communicating. We're used to, and I think in general, we're used to seeing the product, like the the dog food eventually got put away or the dinner that was made, right? And we don't necessarily prioritize all the things that you did to kind of get there because they're invisible. And so when you bring it to the to your to the partners, like here we're sitting at the table, what can we do? Mm-hmm. Then then sometimes partners are able to see like, oh, okay, I really didn't know that. Let's talk about that. Let's juggle about that differently. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, communication, right? And I think sometimes we forget that they are very simple human beings. Like, men are very simple. We are, like, I think women can multitask a thousand things. Like, you know, we're doing the work, but I'm thinking, like, now that you mentioned, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to order Instacart, and I have to do, you know, you have to, you know, what am I going to eat? You know, like, all, all the things that I'm going through in my mind where, like, my husband's at work, and he's only thinking about that one thing he's doing at the moment. And I think, like, the the men... Sometimes I'm just like, I, but why didn't you think about all these other things? He's like, oh, because I was busy doing the one thing, right? So we have to, I think like once I got that, I was like, okay. So I have to like list 
things that I need for him to do. And I think like those, that has worked for me the best, like writing things that like you're supposed to take care of these things. I'm supposed to take care of these things. And that has helped me more. And also remembering that sometimes I forget that if I, I have emotions and feelings like men do too, but they're not as good as expressing them as we are. We're mm-hmm. all about emotions. We're all about feelings. We're all about talking about what we feel. And they're like, I don't really want to talk. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make it into a thing. It's not a big deal. And I'm like, but are you sure it's not a big deal? Let's talk about this, you know? And they're like, I don't want to talk about it. So I think sometimes we forget and we think like we're, we're trying to talk to our girlfriends, like, you know, like how we sit down with our girlfriends or our friends or my sister or the microphone and we dissect every single little thing that's happening to us where they're just like, just tell me what you need me to do and I'll do it. And that's it. You know? Yeah. Remembering that piece of like they communicate different and they process different, which is why I like the practice of writing things down because mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even have, because there's so many things going on in your head that you're doing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you don't even have time to feel. We go into survival mode sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, we're over here, you know, right now as you were talking about the Instacart list, I was like, oh yeah, like I got to get waffles <laughs> for my daughter tomorrow because they have like, it's Mardi Gras day, right? Like right? I'm there, that lit, that's like going in here, right? And I'm like, I don't have a post-it, but it's all right. I'll remember it, right? Like, and it, it goes on in our head because I can bet a hundred percent my husband is not thinking about these waffles for tomorrow, He's not. right? But Pushing further, right? We have sat down to talk about elements of the kids' school is my is something that I want to do, like the special things. Like in my list that I've made for me, and this comes from how I grew up, right? I came I grew up with a single from a single home. My mom worked a lot. You know, she immigrated here from Mexico. So she just sat to put her head down and like work, work, work a lot. And so she wasn't there for me for the mm-hmm. the school events, you know, the you know the small things that they the do. Jogathons. The jogathons, the mm-hmm. the volunteering, like the mm-hmm. make you know the room mom. Like she wasn't there for that because that wasn't na- that was she like didn't have time. She didn't have time. She didn't have time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she needed to make so, money. <laughs> yeah, I know to survive. Right with two kids. So for me, that is something as a mother that's really important to me. And it's not because anything my kids have said. It's just for me that was something that I really wish that I would have had. And mm-hmm. so my husband and I, in splitting our, our conversation, I know it's not, conver- I mean, conversation, in splitting our duties, right? I know it's not romantic sometimes to be talking about those duties, but that's an element that's for me. I know he doesn't have to worry about the school part because that's for me. But that Costco trip that he does for our grocery shop, that's him. I don't do Costco. That's him. And, Ooh. but right, years of practice. Remember, and we're also mm-hmm. therapists. I also want to say we are both therapists. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you, you man does the grocery shopping. Where'd you get one of those? <laughs> so I won't say it. I won't there. But you know, like JK, my I, husband goes grocery shopping. He's going to be like, why do you say that? I, I want to trade Joe sometimes. <laughs> but it takes time, which is why mm-hmm. I say like, it takes time to have these conversations to figure out what are your values? What are the important things that you want to communicate so talking about waffles for school, that's me because I want that. I want my kid to show up tomorrow with the cutest pajamas and the waffles that they're going to do. Whatever they're going to do in school is not my real thing, but I want to hear about it the next day. I live for that. My husband could care less. But you tell him to go to Costco, that man is like taking all two kids. I got three kids, but he takes two of them like all happy. He loves going through the aisles. I don't got time for that. I got to clean the house and I got to do all this <laughs> mm-hmm. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. Figuring out your needs and figuring out how to communicate them. Those are like really great tips to talk to our partners. Such I great really... tips. What about kids? Mm-hmm. What are you, um, I know we are, we're running out of time, but I want to see really quick, like what are some of the major maybe communication 
Tools. Tools that we can do or where are some uh, places that people are getting stuck communicating with their kids and how can just any, like, I, how do we become better communicators and how do we, how do we open ourselves so our kids can communicate with us, which I think is the most, I think is more important even. I think honestly, the biggest thing is remember that you are a model for your kids. Like your kids look. It, go, it always goes back to that. You know, it always goes back to that. It's on us. It it's is. on us to do our work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Okay. Cause like we're imperfect too. Like just like they're right. growing up, we're growing up as moms. But so say the thing about turning the mirror on you, which is why I like advocate for moms coming into therapy and like really looking at themselves when it comes to communication. The first thing I talk about is, okay, what what's coming up with your kids? A lot of my the clients that I see their kids are getting are in school and they're like, we just spent a whole year in virtual school. I didn't learn nothing in virtual school. And now I'm really struggling at school. Like I don't I feel awkward. You know, they're sharing all these things that normally, you know, kids share with, right? Yeah. But parents are like tapped out. Yeah. Right? And so a lot of what happens is like when your kid comes up to you and you're like oh, just talk to me later. Like, just go play. Just push away. Okay. In there, in there, totally there. I encourage like, push away for how long, right? Is it saying, okay, mommy needs to finish this podcast recording, but I'm going to set a timer and I'll be back in five minutes. Right. And coming back and like getting down on your knees, however age your kid is, whatever type and being like, okay, I can be present for you for this long. Right. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes as mothers, we put these expectations that we need to always be the best communicators or that we always have to show up for them. But the thing is, is we're human too. And we also have other things that pull us. But if you can, when you communicate with your kid, if you do got to push them away, that's, I want to say that is, and I don't mean push them away, but like tell them, Hey, can you please step away from me to do this one task? That's also a way of them to communicate with you, right? Here we are modeling because I have been there when I'm like, put on your shoes. And they're like in the middle of a task. And we forget like their task for them is important for them. So now my kid will say, one minute, mom, like set the timer for one minute. And that is her communicating to me, right? Modeling of communication. She's finishing her task. And what happens? She finishes her task. And then we've got the shoes on, right? And here we are positively communicating with each other. In the same way with like quality time. Communicating right? Comes when you have very good memories with each other. Like you have to have a buy-in. Mm-hmm. I have three kids. So well, Paulina, understand Like we got, we're, it's a lot. Like I'm tired of the working mom and I don't have a lot of time sometimes. And they're really little. I set a timer. I got a 15 minute timer with each kid, get that bonding time as much as I can. If I do mm-hmm. more, even better. But if I, if I don't, for me, my set, my limit is 15 yeah. minutes. And what oh. that does is when I talk to them, and in each individually, like, so throughout the day, we do that thing. Yeah. My You're the second mom that tells about this timer with people, the timer, with their yeah, kids, yeah, with yeah. one-on-one with kids. Yeah. Because it, it, kids want to please us. Kids want us to feel love. That quality time means so much to them. And so when I get that 15 minutes to cook with my daughter, that 15 minutes wrestling with my son, which I just want to say my back is killing me, but I do it, you know, <laughs> and, you know, the 15 minutes cuddling with my one-year-old, Right. It makes a difference when then I need them to do something later. I need to communicate with them. They're in a better space. Their cup is more filled that they can, they're willing to listen to me or to talk to me when we need to. And it's not just about listening to them, but like also being able to talk, right? I can come and get up with my four-year-old. I'm like, hey, what's been happening at school? 
oh, this girl did this, 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 this. And, you know, I'm, you know, cause you know, drama starts real early with these kids, you know, and they'd be coming in here with these stories, but she's opening up for me. And that's something that wasn't necessarily modeled growing up for me. So I'm learning as I go. So I really, the big communication I would say is 15 minutes with each kid. And remember, like, if you can't be there for them, give them a time when you'll come back. And because they like to know what to expect and when they can talk to you and when they can communicate with you. That's great. Thank you. It's so really beautiful. Important. Thank you so much, Veronica. Yeah, I have the issue with my kids that if I, and I think like maybe because I don't have designated time to, to be with each other, but they just fight so much. If I, like yesterday in the car, I was, we were driving and I looked at Sixta and I was like, you're so cute. And Sabina's like, what about me? And I said, oh, you're such a cutie. And then Krista's like, what about me? I'm like, you're so beautiful. And then six and Sabina's like, but why am I not beautiful? Why are they? And, and then she started crying, girl. I was just like, oh my God, no voy a decir nada. Yeah. Like, las tres, yeah. I'm not going to say anything to any of you. But why is she beautiful? And why am I only cute? And why am I? I'm like, I know. Like, it's just, but I think like separating the time for each other and just like praising them over and over like you're beautiful 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 you're cutie you're cutie you're... like I don't know like it's just with those girls it's just always fighting I don't know if it's like a girl thing I don't know but it's just like always a fight about anything <laughs> I, even for my compliments it's a fight even if I compliment them it's a fight actually something that I want to say as you were saying that like I something that I would actually recommend right mm-hmm. y'all have heard of the five love languages have you for couples Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's a book written specifically about kids and mm. like how it translates to them. Same author is called Five Love Languages for Children or something. Yeah, it's like something like Five Love Languages, something with children, but it's Five Love Language Children. And he talks about this piece of like each kid is different, but like perhaps, you know, beautiful. I know it's a play in words, right? And like we cannot do everything as parents, but it's something that has really helped me with showing up how I communicate with my kids. Hence mm. the bad back with my son rustling. Like that <laughs> man, not a lot of man, he's two. Like he loves it. That is how he communicates with me. Like he that's how I buy it. And it's really helped me to put into perspective my different kids and like mm. how I can communicate with them. So wanting to share that just in general. Thank but you. as you were saying that I'm like, yeah, like each kid communicates differently. Mm, we're definitely gonna do that. Thank you so much again, Veronica, for being here. It was such a fun conversation to have. I think like you need to come back for like more because we, yes, you know, we're 100%. always needing more. Please tell our listeners how can they find you? How can they follow you? Where can they, you know, where can they get your services? Where can they make you a, their therapist? So I show up on Instagram as at Dr. Veronica EO, where I talk a lot about mental health. I talk about the, the everyday struggles and helpful, supportive tips. And there you'll find my website and just access to all that. So thank you so much for having me on here. This is definitely oh, an important conversation. To 100%. Have. Thank you so thank much. Thank you to thank have you, you back. Girl. Yes, it was so fun. Thank okay. You. All right. Well, um, so now um, let's take a break and come back with our favorite segment, the Supermama Picker Tip of the Week. We'll be right back. Thank you, Veronica. Thank you so much for having me. No, of course. Paulina, what are you loving? What are you obsessed with? What are you into? Well, you know, with this episode, I think I wanted to, uh, I think I've, I've given this tip before. It's more like a tip, but I think we should, you know, definitely do it again. It's like have some scheduled daytime date with your partner. 
where you can not talk about anything or talk about all the things that Dr. Veronica said. But I really do feel that whenever there is already something in the schedule to look for, because sometimes, you know, being spontaneous when you're already dealing with so many things in life, kids and everything that's happening, it is hard. But I think like if you if you put apart some time to be with your partner, it's always good to communicate, even if it's just going to the movies and watching the worst movie ever that he <laughs> took me to watch ever the worst Which movie one? ever Which uh, one jackass forever or something like that oh my god he like i literally that? i literally pulled out my phone to watch something else but we were next to each other and you know like at the end he was like i'm sorry like we shouldn't i'm like i know like it's okay i mean but we at least we're somewhere away we're just like it's so funny because that is totally like a ramiro thing to pick i don't know Rando why Miro. Random Random like I, I told them, I'm like, my brain cells just died a little bit. I didn't even finish watching that movie. It's the worst. Don't watch it, guys. Please do not. <laughs> but, you know, even if it's just that and then like, do you want to go like have a burger? And I'm like, let's go. And then we go and we have a burger and we eat and then we come back to see the kids and then we're all happy. You know, it's just some time to spend together alone doing something different. So if you haven't had a day with your husband in a while, have a day with your husband. It's going to benefit everything around you. Yeah, I think that um, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm, I think I'm the most surprised about when I speak to girlfriends or, yeah, girlfriends who are married. And when I hear about when was the last time that they went away together on a trip. Yep. There's some couples that haven't been away on a trip for years. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's wild. But also I understand because, you know, not everybody has the privilege to have somebody to take care of their kid. Right. But you know what? Even if you just go, I'm going to give you an, another tip just for a day. Go drop off your kids at school, go to a spa, go to a Korean spa. And then before the time it is for your kids to get out, go pick them up. There's Korean spas that are like you each are in one place, but then you can each eat, you can eat together and stuff. Oh, nice. You know, do that. Go somewhere during the time that the kids are in school. If you can, you know, that's just another Another tip. A day. A, a staycation. Day. A staycation uh, for, for the day. day. A day. Staycation. Is staycation. Yes. Well, my, you know, one of the things that when when my husband and I are in therapy, our therapist told us to schedule one hour a week to sort of do a, like, I guess, housekeeping of the house. You know, the therapist mm. even was talking about how important it is to communicate who's responsible for what, right? But like, when does that happen? Right. Yeah. And, you know, as she was saying that, I'm like, oh, that's another thing I got to do. Like, <laughs> I have to schedule this. I have to figure out how to, you know, I have to look at all the things I'm doing. Like, I, I don't, I don't, it, it sounds just like so much work to think about that. But if you all just schedule one hour of just being together and you split it together, that's, it takes less of the mental load off. Although, yeah. yes. It probably is the woman that has to schedule it, you know, and follow through with it, which is the hardest thing. But, you know, maybe you, that's something that you can give them and say, you know, can you just schedule this time for us? And can you lead this meeting? It's a meeting. It's like, it's basically like an all, like an all hands meeting, you know, with just, you know, the, the, the two co-CEOs of the house that need to figure it out. You know, it's, yeah. it's an all hands meeting about how to run your home and you need to have two, it's, it's a business. That's how I see this house. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's not 
Yes, I know what you mean. It you have you have to run it. You have to run your yeah. House. It's it's a whole ass business. It's a whole other like, enterprise of yep. this household, and you know you have to have a partner. That's why it's a partner, and you know you guys one has to always lead the charge. But at the end of the day, you're both co CEOs, and if you're not, if you know, and if you want to give the CEO position to your partner, go ahead, and then just tell them your expectations. But it's just very very important. That's the kind of the way I see it, and it's worked. It is. It is. Communication is key. Because if not, right. you're having to figure out the things right at the moment. The worst weeks that we have are like, we wake up and like, wait, who's doing drop off today? Can you do it? No, can you do it? And like, it's just like, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just got to know who's doing it. You got to know. You got to know. You're like, it's not on the calendar. I don't know what to tell you. It doesn't exist. <laughs> All right. All well, right. That's the show. That's uh, the don't show, forget to guys. follow us on Instagram at underscore SuperMS. Twitter. Or email Instagram. us info at, no, 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 not info. Email us. Hello at SuperMS.com. Until next week. Don't forget to rate us, guys. Please rate us on our favorite, on whatever it is, the platform that you choose. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromas.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter, also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your Supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline, 424-329-3707 and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love and see you next week. Supermamas!